body in the battle for the soul Never sold self or its weight in platinum and gold But man, we're getting grown Wisdom got us thinking in the interest of our children Even if they ain't been given their flesh Their bones, their homes, or their names Yet I'm aiming for the change in my pocket for the payback The change not minted by the government to nothing The change of a whirlwind unraveling the coming of that next it's, I can't wait for when it comes It's snip, better be worth it They said I paid most my life with it's nice when it rains sometimes Cleansing minds in my habitat Imagine that I'm digging to find What was hidden by the myth of a god up in the sky Knowing that she meant for me to rhyme So I give thanks to the most The least that I can do I wear the skin to find a me inside of you When I dream that I'm dreaming I feel most alive Sacrifice nights, right to survive Proper hand gestures, conjure ancestors Drinking from the bottle that was meant for the message That was sent from the tired and the true I give thanks to the most The least that I can do Way back I used to call upon the father often I fought the devil last night and almost lost Now I'm drinking bottled water Flushing out the toxins Vomiting and coughing Feeling closer to the coffin than I ever had Every morning that I arrive is the night that I survive Just to be alive Sipping shy Listening to my favorite DJ Communicate through music what my rhymes would say If they were written with a needle to the groove of a paper Silence to papyrus Record to the player the opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. Studying the art of labor to create Flavor to relate to listeners Alleviate the danger associated with strangers Isn't it strange how we estrange ourselves from our neighbor? Enables us through music to connect Releasing fluids in our neck With the rhythmic forward movement of our heads and back again Indeed as we succeed the pioneers Hey there Irvine! Good evening! It is officially about... Uh, 5 o'clock, a little bit after 5 o'clock here in Irvine on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. That's right, you guessed it. So, um, I am here. We are back. This is Activism for Amateurs here on KUCI with your host, Lauren Q. Uh, really glad to be back uh, and here in the radio station again, um, bringing you some awesome stories about activism, student activism, uh, student involvement here on our very own UCI campus, because that's where the radio station is, in case you didn't know. So um, yeah, today is a really awesome day. Uh, first of all, we are going to just talk about the way the schedule is going to work for this quarter. It is fall quarter, hey, hey, and for fall... We are going to have Activism for Amateurs every Wednesday from 5 to 5.30 p.m. So uh, that's right. Really good shows um, that we're looking forward to, uh, especially for this evening, because this show is all about hope. Yes, Activism for Amateurs is getting deep, really down to the depths of what we are talking about here with activism, and that is hope. But I don't mean like your general hope, hope for, I don't know, good grades, Hope for finals to never come ever again. Hope for food when you wake up in the morning, just there, ready for you. Not that kind of hope. So those dreams are dead. I'm sorry. We're not talking about that kind of hope. We are talking about um, holistic opportunity for... Uh, what is it? For the UC system. 
yeah, holistic opportunity for the UC system. So that's hope. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so uh, hope is a campaign going on right now um, with the UCI students here, with the student movement going on here at UCI today. And with that, we have our guest, Andrea Gaspar. Um, Hi, everyone. Hello. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, say hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, that is the beautiful voice of Andrea. Andrea. And uh, rolling my R's there. And uh, she is the uh, campus organizing director of the external vice president's office of ASUCI, which is your uh, very well-known student government here on the UCI campus. So, um, Andrea, you can go ahead and just give us a quick intro about yourself. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Andrea, I'm a third year here at UC Irvine and have been involved on campus since my very freshman year. Uh, we're doing a lot of activism around you know, higher education, accessible into higher education, um, budget cuts, uh, tuition hikes, you know, getting the campus aware about um, different issues such as the DREAM Act and documented students. And this year I'm, I'm going to be working with um, the uh, ASDCI Executive Vice President Office and uh, the University of California Student Association advo advocating um, for, for uh, different um, campaigns and very important campaigns to, to students on campus and through, through all California. All right, great. So um, as you can hear via radio, Andrea is extremely involved um, with UCI, with the yes. students here, and uh, very passionate about the campaigns that we have going on and just about higher education in general. Um, like we learned earlier, access, affordability, and education. So um, I got the... I got the acronym down that I kind of like derped on a little bit earlier when we were introducing the show here. So HOPE is the campaign going on right now for the UC students. And uh, HOPE, H-O-P-E, Holistic Opportunity to Promoting Equality um, for uh, higher education, um, such as the UCs, such as our very own school, UCI. Um, so another thing that we are going to be talking about is um, the bills that are... Um, in question now, SB 397, which is regarding online voter registration. So pretty much it's to get more students to vote because it's online. I mean, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, everything we do is online now, so why not vote as well? And then we also have SB 185, uh, which is the bill um, called Use of Relevant Factors in Admissions. And um, we're going to go ahead and um, let the expert kind of just give us a little breakdown on what these bills actually mean. Um, so let's just get started with the more understandable one, SB 397, the online voter registration. Um, so Andrea, um, if you could just um, give us like a little rundown of how exactly would online registration help students vote um, yeah. in UCI. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, first of all, I would just like to give a little bit of background, you know, on because um, this is you, we, at UCI we're working for this bill, you know, voter registration, but it's actually, you know, as as a UC wide, as you know, UC statewide uh, effort. So we have um, not not only UCI is working on this, you know, the whole UC system uh, is working on 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 these two bills right now, and we we're doing it through um, the University of California Student Association (UCSA). So. Um, you know, we got together, we gathered together at a Congress uh, about a month ago, month ago at UC Riverside, and we decided that one of the issues that we want to advocate for is voter regi registration reform, because we know that as, as students, you know, we have a lot of power, and, and that we need to, um, you know, hold our elected officials accountable to us, and mainly right now because of, you know, they're cutting the budget for the UC system, and they're cutting the budget for education, and, you know, it's not only affecting the UC system now, it's affecting the whole education system in California. Right. 
So we, we, we understand that we have a lot of power if we go, you know, get registered to vote and, and we, we go and, and vote, you know, because in that way, you know, politicians are going to be like, hey, students are waking up, you know, and, and if, if they don't, we don't do what they, what they want, if we don't support higher education, um, they're not going to vote for us. Mm -hmm. So what SB 397 pretty much does, you know, is, is allowing, you know, like you mentioned, you know, right now we are, you know, the, you know, social network right now, like in, in the internet, we, we <laughs> use Facebook all the time, we use Twitter all the time, Tumblr all the time, you know, so it's very important to, to you know, have a border registration form that is on, online. And that students, you know, they can they can be at their dorm, you know, their freshman dorms, and you know, they can go online and register to vote and be ready to vote in the next elections, you know. So that's something that we are advocating uses, you know, UC system wide, and um, we're trying to pass it. And right now, this bill is currently on the governor's desk. Mm -hmm. So it already passed the Senate. It already passed. Um, the assembly and right now uh, it's on the desk and what it pretty much will do is uh, it will ask you know um, the you know the you know DMV and like where where you get um, registered to both is is to have this uh, approach into border registration so it doesn't mandate it it will recommend you know it will like extreme, uh, it will encourage encourage the system to have that approach into border registration. So it's basically giving students the um, opportunity to vote through the internet because they'll just be a lot more exposed to voting, they'll be a lot more encouraged um, and experienced in knowing how to vote if it's online as opposed to uh, the way that voting voter registration is set up now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but why why be online for students necessarily? Besides, like the, the fact that it's all social media. Um, that's some of the questions we heard earlier. It's like, like yeah, okay, like everybody has to vote. You know, that's been the way it's been for a while. Why can't students just get off their butts and like vote themselves? You know, why why make it online? Is this just for students? Is this for or is this for everybody in general? With this new technological age that we have yeah. so pretty much the bill uh it, it wouldn't allow us to vote online but it will allow us to get registered to vote right. online so um it's not only gonna affect students you know i'm talking students because we're in the use system right right but um it, it will totally allow other uh, you know everyone in california to get uh registered to vote online mm -hmm. so um you know that that also you know creates you know partnerships with other organizations not only uh, educational organizations that we're working with you know so it pretty much, you know, like we are, you know, uh, we are like always like moving, you know, and like some yeah. people do not just, you know, they they're also like either like busy with work or some other stuff, you know, and they don't take the time, like you said, to get out of their out, out of their schedule and go register to vote or turn in the the border registration form. So this will, you know, just really allow, you know, a, a lot of people to just get registered to vote since, you know, they come, you know, from their houses. Right. Yeah, just get more, because there's a lot of students here, um, especially on the UCI campus, and some of them kind of just, have you registered to vote? And I know because we're with UCSA, we're, th we're with ACCI, and I know UCI students out there listening, if you've ever seen, you know, students out there on the student center asking you if you registered to vote, we're, we're serious about it. We're yeah. seriously asking you. We're not, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a, are you going to make a donation type of thing, but it's like, really, this is like, you're right, as, as a. 18-year-old and yeah. an older person as an individual here in the States um, yeah. to vote, carry out your rights. Yeah, so. and 
uh, for that, like, I, I also would like to add, you know, because our work, the work that we're doing with the executive vice president office is not only, you know, SB1, SB397. Mm -hmm. We're also doing, like you mentioned, border registration, you know. And we started two weeks ago, and I, I really want to give credit to, uh, you know, our campus organizing manager, Naz, who has been uh, organizing the border registration campaign on campus. You know, she, she's doing an amazing job with the field organizers, mm -hmm. and they just got a... Um, <laughs> Yesterday we got uh, we submitted to the register office uh, 1,012 border registrations in just wow. two weeks. So this year we, you know, everyone at the office, you know, the vice, the executive vice president Patrick, and you know, the the um, the chief of staff Tracy, and all the people involved in the office, you know, they're very passionate about this. Mm -hmm. You know, they're very passionate about you know activism and student involvement. So like, if we go up to you, if you see us on campus going up to you, is because we really care about you. You know, we really want you to have a quality education, and and voting is is part of that. You know, voting is is gonna bring you the power to hold politicians and carnival to get a quality education mm -hmm. so um you know we are we are doing an ama you know a, an amazing job you know like um <clears throat> going out you know f first week we went to like <coughs> sorry the freshman's events and you know like getting all everyone registered to vote it's welcome week right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best time to get to especially <laughs> freshmen out there you know it, it's definitely new i remember when i came as a freshman it's like register to vote you know <laughs> like i've never I've never done this before. What does this mean? So it can be kind of scary, but it's nice to know that we have, like, you know, other students, like those from ASUCI, really trying to get, you know, your registration going so you can get your votes out there. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot for um, telling us more about that. So, uh, yeah, so, well, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep updating about that, I guess, as throughout the weeks as the show goes on, giving you updates about what's going on with SB 397. How close are we to getting that passed? All right, so next um, bill that we are going to talk about is SB 185, uh, Use of Relevant Factors in Admissions. So um, <laughs> SB 185, uh, this bill pretty much authorizes the University of California um, and the California State to consider race, gender, ethnicity, national origin, along with other relevant factors in undergraduate admissions. Yes. So um, pretty much what this bill is doing is it's not only looking at your test scores, not only looking at your GPA or your other um, background in extracurricular activities or qualifications or even financial background, but it's really looking at your background um, as a person based on your identity, your gender, and other things that you kind of identi identify yourself under. So. Um, uh, yeah, so I guess for UCI, um, Andrea, can you just um, explain um, the bill a little bit more and how would this affect, if this bill yeah. were to be passed, how will it be positive on the UC campuses overall? Yeah. So this this bill um, is part of our HOPE campaign, like you mentioned at the beginning, and you know, which stands for um, Holistic Opportunity and Promoting Equality Initiative. And um, so it's, pr it's pretty interesting, you know, because the HOPE initiative, what we want to do is create, you know, bring... Uh, create an, an accessible path into higher education for you know a variety of students who are not currently able to come to into the UC system. So um, pretty much SB 185, you know, like you mentioned, it will allow uh, a holistic um, review into your admission uh, into your application into the UC system. So when we are reviewing the, this application, you know, we took into take into consideration, you know, all the you know maybe different struggles that you have passed you, that you passed through while growing up. Mm -hmm. So um, 
it's not only making it about the grades. It's not only making it about your GPA or your your test scores. You know, it's making it in reality. You know, making it about the person mm -hmm. because you know we have to recognize that we all ha come from different backgrounds. Definitely, we all do not have the same privilege to be here in the UC system. And you know, some people are more privileged than others to to you know maybe they they went to uh you know they they live in a community with you know higher you know higher class you know higher class than others you know and you had resources you know maybe you had ap classes you had all those classes that help you you know create a strong um <coughs> gpa and a strong you know <coughs> test scores but other students do not have that you know mm -hmm. and it's taken into consideration not only you know like I, you mentioned you know you know your ethnicity your race your um natural origins your gender um and other relevant relevant factors such as you know religion maybe sexual orientation um class social class you know um if you're more like working class you know you know taking in consideration the whole person definitely, and yeah. and that definitely is is very important right now because you know tuition is going up you know mm -hmm. and every time you know it's getting harder and harder for you know this this community you know maybe the the um more um community who do not have currently access into the higher education you know it's getting harder for them you know mm -hmm. they are they not everyone has the money to afford higher education yeah definitely so, so we need we need a way to make it accessible you know we need a way for for them to be able to say hey i might not have the money to pay into higher education but i have been working for that you know i may not have the gpa but i I've, I've been working my way up there you know so that's very important to 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 think about when we think about sb 185 which is currently in the governor's desk desk too mm -hmm. you know and what is very uh, important to know about the bill is that is is you know is um is not about like many people think you know they think affirmative action and the quota system hmm. um which is very was very controversial controversial in the 90s you know 1997 when proposition 209 passed it's very important to not you know think about it as you know affirmative action because it's not um it's not a, a quota system we're never gonna be comparing people right. we're not gonna be like you know i think this person is better than this person it's, it's not about that it's not about like think saying that someone is better than other person it's about seeing a person a single person you know and and looking deeply into you know their their struggles as a you know maybe um growing up in in a community such as you know east la or, or sorry uh, yeah east la and, and uh, you know those communities and you know seeing you know this person has worked very hard to be here you know and that person deserves you know a, an opportunity to come into higher education yeah so it's very important to do your research, you know, and not only come up and, and you know, like, make uh, an assumption about it. And, you know, uh, one of the arguments is that, you know, what about if we do have this holistic approach into the into the UC system? And you see a, a lot of these arguments between, you know, students of color and other communities, you know, maybe, you know, more, um, you know, the working class community, right. and, and where you say, okay, we're going to get all the students into higher education. What about if we have this holistic approach and, you know, the numbers of students increase, you know, and diversity of students increase. But what about if they don't have the opportunity to afford this higher education, you know? So we're going to get them on campus. How, how are we going to retain those students on campus? Mm -hmm. And that's when the second part of HOPE, you know, the campaign is SB 185, which is what we just talked about. And the second part is a supplementary financial aid form. So pretty much, you know, it will add into FAFSA. When you apply to FAFSA um, for financial aid, it will allow you to explain a particular situation, the particular situation, why you need money. You know, because 
the same you know you can you are in this user system and sometimes you know you need some people need more money than other people so mm-hmm. like let's say that you're you're died you know uh unfortunately unfortunately your dad died you know and your mom is the only person working in your family and you know you have three other brothers who also want to go into her education mm-hmm. you're going to be allowed to explain the situation in this supplementary financial aid form mm-hmm. so when you get aid your 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 aid is based on need your okay. aid is based on you know your what is your particular situation right now and why you need money so um, that also will allow, you know, as SB 185 passes, you know, it would allow, uh, you know, not only the community that, you know, gets uh, beneficiated through SB 185, but also, you know, the whole UCI community, the whole UC community too, to, um, you know, get a fair financial aid. So um, all those factors, you know, is, uh, these two factors are hope, you know. Mm-hmm. Folk, it, fo- hope is about getting people into, into the system and keeping the people in the system, you know, keeping the people in higher education. So pretty much keeping that diversity up, making sure that there's representation from exactly. all people, pretty much, not not just those who can't afford it. And, I mean, just historically speaking, you know, there are reasons why certain communities, um, people from certain communities, from certain backgrounds are able to afford higher education or are not able to. And um, I, think, I think that's a lot of what hope has to do with, as well as just, like, kind of just not even leveling out like not even leveling leveling out the playing field but more just making higher education more accessible for everybody because it should be an equal thing um i guess um earlier on there are some um conversations going on about education being a right or being a privilege um so uh yeah i guess just to sum it up that's what hope is about and um I just wanted to kind of like bring up like uh, maybe some controversial idea that came, um, especially after hearing about um, SB 185, and it's about well, what about those students who like really are have tried their best to come to a UC, have worked hard all their lives, you know, studying in school, getting their GPA up, doing well in their scores. What like there are some students who are worried that that will not cre- like that'll prevent them from getting their spot at the UC because then here's somebody else who has also been working hard but because maybe um, they went through a much more difficult time in their um, past to get to where they are now they might be considered more than that other person and you know this is kind of like the same talks that were um, coming up when affirmative action um, was um, a larger issue back back then as well so uh, what are your thoughts on that I think you know um that's that's something that we get a lot, you know. That's, that's the opposition, you know. The opposition is that well, I have worked very hard all my life, and it basically and it always comes if you notice. It comes for pre- privileged people, privileged from um, people from privileged backgrounds, you know. And probably they're not, you know. Sometimes they're they're you know they they haven't been exposed to the whole like you know to to this. Um, the whole like issue you know that the root of the problem you know they have been raised in communities where they have all the you know they have the accessibility the resources that, you know? they yeah. have exactly they have the resources you know they they are um sometimes you know middle and high class communities you know and you know they they were lucky to to grow up grow up in in a more privileged community you know and you know they it, it comes the, the argument you know like they're gonna those students who SB 185 passes, you know, are, they're going to be students who are going to be taking my space, you know. And like I mentioned, you know, it's, it's not about taking the space of someone, you know. It's, it's about making it, you know, equal, 
you know, make it, make the pathway to, to higher education equal to everyone. Because we gotta recognize that, you know, privilege does exist in, in, in California. And there are people who have never been exposed to struggles, you know, they have never been oppressed throughout their whole lives. So they're in some way they're blind to their own privilege. In some way, they're blind to their own privilege, you know, and, and that's when we, we want to encourage people, you know, like, start thinking about, you know, the way that the environment in where you grew up. Start thinking about, the, you know, what kind of um, environment and, and privilege you had while growing up. And, you know, it's, it's good, you know, like, maybe you, you didn't have to pass through certain struggles and you, your main focus was your grades and your main focus was, you know, getting that A in your test scores. But then you have to think about that not everyone, you know, is like that. That uh, there are other people who, when they go back home, they, they, what they have to think is about, I have to help my dad to be able to pay the bills tomorrow. Or I have to pay my, I have to help my mom so we can feed my, my brother and my sister. You know, there are students who go back to school, you know, middle, middle school and elementary school and high school, you know, in high school, that they have to go back home and they, you know, they, they don't have it easy. They mm -hmm. have to help their parents. They have to help, you know, it's, it's hard. So those students, you know, I, I really want to encourage, you know, like, you know, have dialogue about this with other people, you know. Have, um, you know, try to go and, and do research, you know, and, and read books about why is that that, you know, holistic approach is, is, is needed in the UC system. So, I mean, I'm, I'm always free if they want to go come and talk <laughs> to me, you know. But, um, you know, the reality is that, you know. They need to acknowledge uh, their privilege. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for sharing. Um, I think uh, definitely there are conversations worth to be had. Um, if you heard it here on KUCI at first, just go ahead, you know, talk with your friends about it. Say, hey, do you know what SB 397 is? Do you know what SB 185 is? And then just really get those conversations going. Because things, um, bills um, such as these can really... Um, change the course of higher education that can really change the course of how our school is represented um, by the students who are admitted into school so um, and, and just to like reiterate um, some past events there was a call to action yesterday mm -hmm. correct um, about these bills um, over at the cross-cultural center is there any upcoming events or um, outreach about about this about hope yeah, um, well, right now we want to encourage everyone on campus, you know, get your phone out and, and you know, make a call in for hope, you know, make, call Governor Brown, because right now we, the only thing that we need is Governor Brown to sign these two bills before October 9th. He has until October 9th to sign the bills. So we really want to encourage students to, you know, it, it takes you less than two minutes. If you uh, get your phone and you call Governor Brown, probably one of their staff members is going to a answer. Obviously, I don't think Governor Brown is going <laughs> to answer himself. So um, our staff will answer to you and, you know, you, you, you will just have to say, you know, hi, my name is, you know, for example, Andrea Gaspar. I'm from UC Irvine. And I want to support SB 185 and SB 397. So you will call um, the, f the phone number for the governor's office is 916-322-7152. So you will have just call this number and, you know, I'm sure someone, you know, someone will answer to you and they will, you know, they will keep track on the, on the you know, the bills that you're supporting. And I, I can just mention the net number again so you all can have it. So it will be 916 322 7152. 
All right, great. All right, so that's the number to call um, Governor Brown if um, you would like to support SB 397, the online voter registration, and or SB 185, use of relevant factors in admission. So thank you very much, Andrea, for uh, this is Andrea Gaspar for being a guest here on KUCI. We are really um, glad to have you here. Um, so uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. Just for some last few announcements before I sign off, uh, we have a new show called. The chat room, um, Fridays at 5 p.m., and uh, the chat room is pretty much just about uh, relationships and uh, all things relationship-like. So definitely check it out if you're into having a good time on Friday, driving back through your um, in your car, um, heading back from work. Uh, have fun with us. That's the chat room, Friday, 5 p.m. Also, uh, Center for Living Peace is having their new Living Peace series for this year, and uh, they're going to have a panel on women, war, and peace featuring five documentaries, which will also be hosted um, on PBS. And these panel of speakers will pretty much be coming to um, UCI um, to talk about women from other countries such as Afghanistan, Bosnia, um, and Libya to talk about how women are affected by war, but more importantly, what they're doing to promote peace in their communities. So definitely check that out. That's October 13. And um, if you're interested, a uh, deadline is today, but if uh, for any UCI students out there, if you would like your organization to be part of a Living Peace Project, which is the project where the whole community is invited to engage with the Living Peace series on Women, War, and Peace, um, you're welcome to check out their website at goodhappens.org. And that event is coming on October 8th. And be sure to check out the External Vice President's Office to keep up with updates with ASUCI and with UCSA. All right, so that's the show, Activism for Amateurs, um, here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. My name is Lauren, and I look forward to uh, talking to you all more about activism and all things activism and social justice-like here in Irvine. So tune in again, Activism for Amateurs, next Wednesday at 5 p.m. KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Peace, everyone. Now we go home and sip some evening shy. But first, I'ma share a little bit of my observation. Take out my pad and my pen. Let's go. Take out my pad and my pen. I taste the evening, breathing the crisp Pacific 